Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Yes, but you... L-I-S. You guys, tell Peyton not to fall asleep tonight. I forgot how to spell listening. <laughs> L-I-S-T-E-N-I-N-G. Oh. It sounds like listening. Or or listening. That's what I was going to spell. I was going to spell... Listening. I, I was listening. <gasps> Did you cut a piece of your blanket? No. Are you sure? I didn't. That looks pretty good. I didn't. No, it's pretty good. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put my blanket. Okay. All right. Did you figure that or I put my uh, scissors on my blanket? And I don't know. Yeah. Peyton, how was your day off today from school? Mm, nah. <sighs> Would you have rather gone to school? Yeah. Really? You do love school, huh? You got to see the Polycarpo girls. You want to say? You want to do a shout out? Polycarpo girls. Shout out to the Polycarpo girls. Okay. Mm. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the grin in the dark, spine shivers. <laughs> I keep wanting to say grin in the dark. What is Not the say? the grin in the dark. And then today I wanted to say a grin in the dark. No, the grin in the dark. <laughs> Why is that so hard? Okay, this episode's creepy, so like Peyton cannot fall asleep. Okay, it's a good one, you guys. It's so mm. at the end of this. Okay, okay, okay. okay. And just so you guys know, we're only going to be able to read one episode tonight. Okay, you're taking seconds okay. off of me. No, and you guys are at the end of this chapter, you're going to be like, what happens next? Okay, chapter seven. Hammond is back on the living room couch. It is just after midnight now, and he's watching a late-night comedy show that he's never seen before. Hammond has been up this late a few times, usually at Malik's house or on New Year's Eve. Those times, though, Hammond is usually watching an action movie. (sighs) (sighs) Sorry. Or playing a video game with his friends or watching the ball drop on TV with his mom. I don't get it, he mutters. Half of the show's cast half of the show's cast is in a living room set and dressed in chickens, and this is the weirdest thing he's ever seen, but it's not exactly funny. He'd hope it would make him laugh <clears throat> and chase away the anxiety he's been trying to control since his little cousin told him about their nightmare. But it's not making him laugh. In fact, it's not even a decent distraction. Instead, all he can think about is the window behind him and the storm and the giant clown doll in his aunt's and uncle's bedroom with its painted on grin and the thick white face white face paint surrounding its beady eyes it looked right at him still trying to distract himself Hammond flipped through the channels of the numbers getting higher and higher but he didn't find anything worth watching he yawned he felt he's feeling tired again <gasps> huh? me too <laughs> now pain's yawning yawn spread like even in a book Hammond, Hammond lets his head fall back Sorry, against the soup. For the page. 
Yeah. He lets his head fall back on the super cushiony pillow on the couch. He closes his eyes, and in an instant, he's asleep and dreaming. Hamid's dream is the kind of dream that seems to start before you ever fall asleep. He gets up from the couch. He hears a FIFA whisper his name from outside the living room. A FIFA, he whispers back. He has to be quiet. Someone's looking for him. Who's looking for him? He can't remember, but he knows someone is. He's sure of it. A FIFA whispers again. This time, it's coming from the kitchen. The light is on in there, and Hamid pushes through the swinging door, but as he does so, lightning flashes and thunder crashes. The door doesn't lead to the kitchen. It leads to Aunt Aunt Julie and Uncle Mo's bedroom, which is almost pitch black. He stumbles on something and has to lean on the wall to stop himself from falling. The wall is cold and wet, like it's made of ice. The chill against his hand runs up his arm and down his back. He shivers. The clown doll is just where it was before, seated in the rocking chair. But the chair is moving now, rocking gently as if somebody gave it a shove and then walked away. Yeah, the clown's painted on... No, this is his dream. This is dream, yeah. The clown's painted on smile, stretches and twists and splits. It begins to laugh, quiet at first, and like a stiff giggle. But then it bubbles and squeaks it squeaks and explodes into a goofy mad cackle hammond backs up and reaches for the door behind him but it's closed now locked actually he shakes the knob and hears the twin hears his twin cousins outside the door a fifa shouts you're awake cousin ahmed shouts it's a dream cousin please he screams through the door open the door let me out he looks over his shoulder and sees the clown doll slowly rising from the chair still laughing it's nasty laugh Hamid pounds on the door. Open the door, he shouts as loud as he can. The, clowns re- the clown reaches down his hand- at his hands for him, dirty gloves, once white, in front of his cackling painted face. Hamid presses himself against the locked door as the clown comes closer and closer. The monstrous doll laughs and laughs, its cackle and raspy, thin, endless. It almost sounds like a phone ringing. Hamid wakes up and sits up with a start. He feels hot. Ice, but icy sweat drips down his forehead in the middle of his back. His phone is ringing. The dream is already jumbled in his mind, and Hammond can hardly remember any detail of it at all. He only knows he was more afraid than he's ever been. He fumbles around his phone on the coffee table as it keeps ringing. Who is calling this late, he says to himself, but then he realizes that it must be Aunt Julie calling to check in. He grabs the phone, though he's been a bit breathless, and he can hear his heart beating fast in his ears. Hello, he says, as if, as he reaches for the remote to mute the TV. Ah, Hamid, says Julie. There's a lot of noise in the background. People talking loudly, music playing, clinking of glasses and plates. I hope, you na- I hope you've been able to stay awake. Hey, Aunt Julie, said Hamid. He can't tell that he had fallen asleep. I'm hanging in there so far. Good, she says. Well, we're finally getting ready to leave. The speeches were so long, and the whole dinner ran late. It's no problem, Hamid says. What time is it anyways, he wonders. Good, his aunt said. I'm afraid the drive will take 45 minutes or so. That's okay, Hamid says. It's not actually okay, that's what he'd like to say. He'd like his aunt and uncle to walk in the front door right now. He wants to just get out of this house. He wants to be safe at home, and that clown and his aunt in Aunt Julie and Uncle Moe's room, he wishes they would get rid of it. Hey, since I have you on the phone, Aunt Julie, Hammond begins. Yeah, she says. Well, it's about Ahmed and Afifa, Hammond says, sitting up. You know that they've been having nightmares lately. Oh, no, Julie said. They haven't been out of bed a bunch, have they? A couple of times, yeah, said Hammond. But that's not what I wanted to tell you. 
I wanted to tell you about the club. Just a minute, Hamid, Julie says. I can hardly hear you in this madhouse. Muhammad is getting our coats. The line at the coat check is so long. I've never seen such crowds. The phone is muffled for a moment. Hamid can hear voices, but he can't make out Aunt Julie's voice if she's saying anything. Hello, he says as he's covering his other ear. Aunt Julie, are you still there? Sorry, she says. I got bumped in the crowd a bit. I'll head to the front where I can hear you a little better. Don't go anywhere. The line goes quiet, but they but they're still connected. Aunt Julie must have must have tap on the hold button. Hammond sags back on the couch, holding the phone to his ear. He taps his finger on his knees and stares at the TV screen, which is showing some infomercial. It would be nice that the police could pick up that Escalade convict. Hamid thinks, or Hamid thinks. He clicks on the TV to the news channel, hoping for an update. But it looks like they've just. They're just doing business news. Money news. Money. The money news host is sitting there grinning as he talks and gestures wildly with his hands. It's actually funny, muted like this. And Hammond almost laughs. Come on, Julie. Uh, Come on, Aunt Julie, he says. How long is it going to take to walk outside of a building? He picks up the remote and flips through the the food. uh, Flips through the channels. Comedy show, local news, business news, sports highlights, an old movie, yeah, another old movie. But then he jumps as, then he jumps as hurried footsteps thump on the floor above him. Hamid tosses the remote as he stands, and moves towards the front hall to check the noise. Obviously, Amin and Afifa have another, had another nightmare. It makes him remember his nightmare a little. The image of the clown doll flashes into his mind, but the image is still smiling and standing. As Hammond makes his way towards the staircase, Aunt Julie's voice gasps into the ear, startling him. Sorry about that, Hammond, she says breathlessly. You wouldn't believe how huge this place is and how crowded. It took me all the time to push through the madness and find the exit. She catches her breath and lets out a big, dramatic sigh. So what were you saying about the twins? Are you falling asleep? I sat down with them, Hammond said. He turns... He turns in the doorway to face the living room again and its huge windows. The backyard light is off again, though the power is obviously on in the rest of the house. The windows are covered in a black sheet of rain. If someone were standing out there right now, he wouldn't be able to tell. Afifa and Ahmed told me about the nightmares that they've been having. Hamid said, Afifa is so scared of the nightmare that she doesn't even believe it's a dream. She thinks it's really happening. She thinks it's, she's really in danger. Julie clucks a sad sound. Oh, I know. It's so te- I feel so terrible about it. And to think it might be because of my clown art collection. It's so upsetting. Maybe you should get, get all of it put away then, Hammond says. More footsteps come from upstairs, this time heavy and slow, like an elephant crossing the second floor hallway. Hold on a sec, Hammond said. He takes the phone from his ear and turns his back on the living room floor. On the living room. He steps into the front hall and reaches... And, out of the corner of his eye, he catches movement on the upstairs landing. Hammond quickly says in the phone, Just a second, Aunt Julie. I think the kids are awake again. He covers the phone's mouthpiece and calls upstairs. Is that you, Ahmed? Is he out of bed again, Aunt Julie says. Her voice sounds far away with the earpiece, away from his head. Then she groans, He's going to be exhausted tomorrow. Hammond peers up the stairs into the darkness. If Ahmed had been there, he isn't anymore, or he's lurking in the shadows. But that doesn't sound like something Ahmed would do. Although I saw him up there, but he's not now, Hammond said as he brings the phone back to his ear. I must have been imagining it. 
Hammond shakes his head. Why am I so scared, he wonders. The twins are seven years old and I'm 14. I should know some fake clown, even even one as big as me, and is nothing to be afraid of. I guess the nightmare of theirs has me a little spooked, too, he admitted to Aunt Julie. Or maybe it's the criminal on the loose, he adds. But she doesn't seem to be listening. She's talking over him. What were you about to say, Hamid? Something about putting away the clowns? I have put away the clowns. Hamid hears Uncle Mo in the background, and Julie's voice is muffled away from the phone. It's Hamid, she tells Mo. He says the kids have been up a lot with that bad dream again. Hamid moves through the entryway towards the kitchen, standing in the bathroom on the bottom of the steps, felt too creepy in the darkness and the nightmares and the creepy rocking chair it seems to whisper down on him even with his back to the steps he can feel the chill on his neck the kitchen is clean and white and lit up it has no giant window giant windows that escape that an escaped convict might peek through let me talk to him mo said hamid my my revered nephew, are you having a rough time with the rugrats tonight? Have they been crawling on the ceiling and eating insects again? Hey, Uncle Mo, Hamid says. I was just telling Aunt Julie that Ahmed and Afifa told me about their nightmare. It seems like they're really scared of that big clown. Big clown, says Mo. Then his voice was a little muffled. Hey, Jules, do you have a big clown? They said in their night. They said their nightmare. It's a big clown coming into their room and watching them sleep. Hamid says as Julie comes back to the phone. A giant clown, and she says, "I don't have a giant clown. I mean, I have a rag doll, but maybe it's like a foot tall, and it's packed away with everything else." Hamid's skin tingles. The hair on the back of his neck goes stiff. He manages a light laugh. "I think you're forgetting one, Aunt Julie," he says as he paces from the kitchen to the hallway. "What about the one in your bedroom?" As the words leave his mouth, Hammond realizes that Aunt Julie and Uncle Mo probably wouldn't be happy to learn that he's been snooping in their bedroom. Mom has a rule about no kids in the bedroom forever, Hammond thinks. Of course her brother's house would have the same rule, and now I just accidentally confessed of breaking it, all because of that dumb clown. In our room, Aunt Julie says? She sounds shocked and confused. Hammond's face gets hot. I didn't mean to go snooping, Aunt Julie. It was dark up there, and I didn't know which room was which was the twins. I just opened... The first door that I came to. What? Interrupts Julie. No, Hammond, I don't care that you went into our bedroom. Oh, Hammond says, then what? Well, you said a big clown doll, Julie said with a little laugh. Like I said, the biggest clown doll I have is a rag doll that used to lie on my pillow. But you saw a big one in our rocking chair? Yeah, Hammond says, it's as big as me. He's sitting in the rocking chair in your bedroom. Shivers run down his back as he said the words. Creepiest thing I've ever seen. Mo, Aunt Julie said with a phone away from her mouth a little bit. Did you buy me a new clown doll, the big one? You know that the kids are you know the kids are afraid of clowns now. I didn't buy anything, said Mo in the background. After that there's silence. Aunt Julie, Hammond says. He checks the phone to make sure that they're still connected. Aunt Julie, are you still there? Hammond, it's Mo now. His voice is urgent. Are you certain that you saw a giant doll in our room? Yeah, Hammond said. It's a big clown sitting in the rocking chair. Hammond, you need to get out of the house right now, Mo said. You have to get the kids and get out of the house. Do you understand? Hammond's heart seems to skip a beat or two, then thumps hard against his ribs, and his mouth goes dry. Mo, what are you talking about? He asks. What's going on? Upstairs, the footsteps thump again. Footsteps thump again, like they're running down the hall towards the staircase. Hammond makes his way over to the stairs and peers in the darkness. I think Ahmed's up. Ahmed's up again, Hammond says. Hammond, listen to me, Mo says. Julie does not have a giant doll clown. Clown doll. She sure does, Hamid says, the one in the rocking chair. He starts to climb up the steps, holding his phone up to his ear. The, ear, the connection crackles a little bit. 
She doesn't, Hamid said. That's not a doll. There's someone in the house, Hamid. I'm calling the police. You and the kids have to get out of there. Peyton. Dang it. She fell asleep, you guys. I'm going to have to read it to her in the morning. That'll be nice to wake up to, huh? Ah, Sleeper.